In today's episode of the Motorhome Matt podcast. I've been to the Caravan Camping Motorhome Show 2024 at the NEC, where we sought out the latest innovation in vehicles and accessories. And we answer your questions about solar panels with MPPT controllers and also toll road charges for motorhomes. Welcome to the Motorhome Matt podcast. I'm Keith Gooden. And I'm Motorhome Matt. It's industry insights, expert advice for the worlds of motorhomes, caravans and campervans. Brought to you by thatleisureshop.com. And remember to follow on your favourite podcast app and subscribe to us on YouTube. Sponsored by arabasecreative.co.uk. This week we're turning back the clock to the big show in February. Uh, Matt was busy there, particularly on the advice centre, Matt. Yeah, it was very good. What's the top topic that you were given? Uh, well, you're going to tell me you can't guess. Mm, toilets. Definitely. Uh, payload. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Wi-Fi. The, the th- Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi on the move. How to get good internet where we're away in our motorhome. Yep, absolutely. 100%. The can of worms that is the SIM card. <laughs> and of course, uh, you were there for the week of Valentine's Day. Did you get covered in kisses? I got proposed to six times. Did you really? No. Oh, not even the once? <laughs> not even once. Yeah. And she remembered the Valentine card. Was it she? Yeah, okay. my other half. <laughs> I even took a chocolate for her, a little chocolate heart. So you were busy, busy, busy at the show. What did you come away with? New products, new brands, and innovation. These are the things that I'm on the hunt for here at the Caravan Camping and Motorhome Show 2024. Join me as we take a walk around the show. Let's see what we can find. This is a new motorhome brand, new to the UK. Uh, although established 10 years ago and built in Poland, there are two dealers currently bringing them into Britain, ES Hartley and Blackdown. This is Globe Traveller, and I have to say, it's pretty impressive. So much so, they've actually won two awards at the Campervan Awards. They've won Best Fixed Bed Campervan and Campervan of the Year. So why? Why do we think we, that they won? Well, the fixed bed above my head is certainly award-winning it's really innovative comes out really quickly and really easily and folds away meaning i can stand up it leaves behind a very small bed where you could put a child but the bed's six foot long uh, and wide enough for two adults and will take the weight of two adults there's also fixed single beds or double in the rear the finish though inside is beautiful and one of the highlights of this is the choice so this to me feels like buying a bmw where you can spec the seats uh, the seats i'm sat in these are a 1600 pound option so you could not have them but they are super comfy i have to say uh, you can choose the floor material you can choose the cloth material you can choose all the wood material uh, and certainly that's the case on this model uh, they're built on the fiat ducato and they're also built on the vw crafter we are currently in the voyager z we've got the explorer 2x which is also built on the fiat ducato inside this box are all the samples these are all the cloth interior options i love this gray and orange they're in grays creams beige the, the options you can choose on the fiat base is massive the vw crafter range also has options that you can choose they are very very impressive and i'd say if you were in the market for a camper van with a fixed bed on a fiat or a vw then perhaps globe traveler should be something you checked out I'm here with friend of the podcast, Mr. Richard Olfin from Kabunk. It's the Did genius bunk beds that fit in the front of a van. It's very clever, isn't it? It is. I'm a you big shocked fan. me there. Why? Normally you, you mock them and stuff. 
I don't. I think it's a great product. <laughs> it's lovely. We're here in a Danbury. It's in Camper Van Hall 5. This is where you can see the real interesting vans. They'll have ideas like no gas, all lithium battery. You know, this is where the new ideas are coming from. Yes, I mean, there's some fantastic vans here, Matt. Have you seen the project yonder? I'm here with yet another first-time exhibitor to the show. In fact, this is the first show Project Yonder has ever attended, and I'm here with its founders, the lovely Grace and Charlie. Hi, guys. Hi, Hi. how are you doing? Really well. It's great to see you. Welcome to the show. This thank is an amazing you. bit of kit. Oh, thank you. So t- tell us a bit about it. You're both uh, responsible for building it. You're a couple. This is your baby. So this is, as I say, our baby. It's our demo van we've put our heart and souls into this we've been working on it for sort of the past year perfecting it in the background building it all on 3d cad so that we can kind of go into production with this particular model so we've kind of picked best of breed with this van everything that we've got in there is the highest quality we could find and the sort of best integration we could find um, including obviously the base vehicle which is a mercedes sprinter which in yeah. our opinion is sort of uh, the best on the market now i was very excited to hear you've actually got stock of Mercedes Sprinters lined up yes, for conversion. We do so we've been very lucky to wangle ourselves six all-wheel drive vehicles for 2024. So yeah, we've we've got six lined up and available from June time they start arriving. So amazing, um, yeah. sort of a rare opportunity to snap something up in 2024. So they're available to order now. Yes, yeah. uh, all of our vehicles will be built to order, so customers can sort of choose their colours and style it up how they see fit. So Charlie, tell us a bit about the spec. What's different about these amazing looking vans? So these vans are all electric habitation. There's no gas on board. We've got a huge electrical system. There's uh, two 24 volt, 200 amp hour Victron batteries. The whole uh, system is Victron. So you're using kind of the best you can get. And then we've got 300 watts of solar on top. So yeah, you're gonna be fully charged all the time, keeping you off grid. And what do you do about heating in them then? The heating is off the, the diesel. We've got a Truma 60E. Can people spec their own battery system, heating system and so on? Do they all have to be gasless? So that, that is the route that we're going down, so it's all gasless. But we've built a system so it can cope with you know, an aircon unit, air fryer and an induction hob. So ballpark then, because it's the number one question. People are going to look at this and go, wow, how much is that? The all-wheel drive is starting at 165,000 for your base model, which is quite an extensive base model as it yeah. stands anyway with the fully off-grid electrical system um, as part of that. And lead time to get one? So depending when you place your order from the point of the van arriving at the workshop to the van then being delivered to the customer, we're looking at four to eight weeks. We're booking from June this year. So the first customer could see their van in July, depending on what spec. Um, and then incrementally on from there, month by month. That's like the shortest lead time in the entire marketplace. You know that? <laughs> like that no, no, I, no. I've got a customer who has bought a brand new motorhome. I won't name the brand. They ordered it in August 22, it's st- and it's still no sign oh, of it wow, arriving. Really? Possibly May, June 24, yeah. but I can see it being two-year lead time. So wow. two to four weeks, that's amazing. So maybe we've set the bar a bit high there, but we'll see. <laughs> no, it's Soon good, go for out. it. And what interest have you had then? Well, I know Martin Dory was here. He loved it. He loved your cork floor. Thought that was amazing. Um, so we've had a real mixed bag, really, but everyone's absolutely lapped it up. They've loved it. Um, particular interest in the twin seat we're fitting there. We've had lots of comments on how that's the most um, comfortable motorhome seat they've ever sat in. Generally, people are just loving the aesthetic, the four-wheel drive. Lots of questions about whether or not it's been lifted, like 
once it's got to us or whether that came from like that from factory when it did in fact come like that from factory yeah it's just people are just loving it lots of interest lots of people going away to think about it overnight and yeah i bet I lots bet. of second viewing so yeah, well we're really i take my hat off to you both congratulations i think it's a fantastic product it is beautiful this is amazing this is a garmin developed piece of hmi software that controls the entire van and when i say the entire van i mean pretty much everything but drives it you can turn the main lights on the, the spotlights on the front uh, and we're blind exhibitors if we do that you can control all the lighting systems inside remotely with basically an ipad the heating and cooling is all controlled on here you can monitor and control the entire lithium setup as well it is really phenomenal garmin have invested a huge amount of money in this and it's completely branded project yonder i'm sure we're going to start seeing this in other manufacturers but if you get a chance to come and see a project yonder come and have a play it's really cool I'm with John and Shirley from Scunthorpe, visitors to the show, just heading home. John, how has it been? It's been absolutely fantastic. It's been that good and we haven't even got around half the things and we're coming back tomorrow. And what has it you've come to look at? Uh, a few motorhomes, accessories, etc. because we need a few bits and bobs because now we're retired, we're uh, going to go to abroad for... Uh, You're going to do your allowed 90 days? Yeah, yeah, just the 90 days. But there's more bits and bobs you want than you do in this country, so we're just going to come and get some things. Love it. Now, Shirley, you're typical northerners from Scunthorpe, we trying are. to get back tomorrow for a cheaper price. Is that right? That's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, we'll have been today, and we thought, you know, you might get a discount for coming tomorrow, but they say no. I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm here with a brand that many of you will be familiar with. This is Brit Stops, and I'm here with the lovely Tom. Now, your surname is familiar because we all remember your dad, Steve Clark, who came to hundreds of shows, but it's been a big change. You've been sold. What's happened? Yeah, so last January, my parents sold the business to Harvest Hosts. They're an American company that do the exact same product as us, but in the States, and way bigger than us. And yeah, they offered me a contract to stay on and manage the business here. So it's a good opportunity. So the next generation has taken over the running of Britstops. You are now the UK general manager. Congratulations. Harvest Hosts in the US. What changes have they made? There's one big one in particular. Tell us, Tom. Yeah, so we're no longer doing a book. We're no longer doing a book. That's correct. We've gone on a full digital platform, so we have an app, and you can also access it on the website too. It's been really, really good. Um, We've got photos of everywhere, reviews. You can favourite things. You can plan trips and routes. You can filter stuff by different things that the hosts can offer. So, yeah, really good functionality, and we've had really good feedback from it at the show as well. It's been nice uh, demoing and talking people through it. It's few people worried or kind of scared of the change, Um, but the funny thing is, Every single person we've talked to at the show so far, once we've had a chat with them and shown them how it works, they've been totally on board. Yeah. So I think it just takes a little bit of coaching and teaching how to use it, and yeah, people have been really excited about it. Well, of course, there's lots of apps now, aren't there, for finding park-ups, uh, so you've kind of joined that trend, mm-hmm. and, and rightly so too. It means you can keep everything up to date instantly. Yeah. Coming to shows is a lot easier. You haven't got to carry in all those boxes of books. Uh, I remember Steve yeah. Carano spending hours wheeling them all into the show. Yeah, me and my dad used to uh, drive them all up in the motorhome, with hundreds of boxes and have to like (laughs) ferry them back and forth so it's a lot easier yeah Yeah. brilliant well we are going to do a deep dive together into the brit stops app i have to say it's really good it's really really easy to use isn't it uh tom's going to come down to the studio in bristol uh and we're going to unpack the app together uh so stay tuned that episode is coming in a few weeks time and we look forward to welcoming you then is dad coming to the show he's not no he's at home with my mum they're very much enjoying being retired (laughs) 
Now anyone who's been following me for any length of time knows that I love my dip robe. So useful on any campsite getting in and out of the shower and walking across the campsite. I'm here on the dip stand at the show. It's first time at the show. I'm with Mark from Dip. How are you doing? Yeah, good. Bit warm, but yeah, all good. All good. <laughs> I have found a bright orange one on your stand. This I is ace. It looks something on you, I'll say. I'll it say it's amazing. On top of my gilet, this is pr- pretty warm. I'm not going to lie. So this is your first time at the show. It's great to see you here. How's it been? Yeah, really good. Met some really good people, had some great conversations and sold some product, which always helps, doesn't it? And you've had some Motorhome fans coming on the stand as well, I hear. We have. We've had people coming around saying they've heard of this fella that dresses in all orange. (laughs) They are so comfy and so practical. I love them. And where can people find one after the show online? www.obligatorytosaydip.me. D-D-I-P-P.me. I've got Andy with me from Rotherham in South Yorkshire, visitor to the show. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good to see you, Matt. Bless you. Thank you. You're a listener to the podcast. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. On a Tuesday afternoon, it's my driving to work. I, I look forward to listening to I it. I thought you were going to say it's your guilty pleasure. <laughs> well, it is almost. <laughs> now, you've ordered a motorhome, but it hasn't arrived yet. Yeah, that's right. We Tell ordered, me more. We ordered a Remore 95 Plus uh, at the Harrogate show back in March. And we've just literally been informed last week that it's arriving April, May time. Because it's an automatic, obviously there's a big shortage of automatics at the moment, so okay. on a Ford base, yeah. So, well, I bet you're excited about it. this. Is your oh. first motorhome? Yes, we've been caravanning for ten years, so we're switching to a motorhome to, to tour. So that's the whole reason behind it. But yeah, really looking forward to it. I bet Can't you are. How's the show been for you? Otherwise, it's great. I mean, it doesn't seem as busy, or there certainly seem to be less people walking around. But uh, talking to the stands, they're all saying that it's been a, a great show so far. So yeah. Lots to see. We've only been here a few hours, so we'll be here till it closes tonight. So, brilliant. Well, enjoy the rest of the walk around. Okay, thanks, Matt. Nice to meet you. Talking to you again soon. Thanks. I'm on a stand that I've never seen before at this show. They're called Wolf Outdoors. Very smart stand. And with Gary, who is from Wolf. Hi, Gary. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. So you're from the angling world, aren't you, really? And you kind of stepped into the motorhome caravan world. What brought you here? We've been trying to come here for a while now. Mostly we're from the out, uh, the fishing background, but we found that a lot of anglers do camping as well. So when we're doing them shows, they're saying, I'm buying it for camping. Uh, we're lucky enough this year to get in here, so we're great to be here. You're right, there are many companies that wait years to come to this show. So congratulations on getting the space. And how's the show been for you? Really well, really, really well received. People love our products. They like to see something new and fresh. This has been one of the number one selling product. What is it? Uh, it's a mozzie zapper. It's basically a smaller version of what you see in a restaurant that kills the, the bugs and the, ah. the flies. Very popular product. We sold over probably 90,000 of them this year. Well, Gary, have a great show. It's great to see you. Welcome to our little world. Thank you. Uh, and, uh, we'll see you soon. Yeah, I hope we see you again. Time. So I'm delighted to be here on the ProTech cover stand a brand that's been long established in our industry many of you will be familiar with it and i'm here with its new owner simon price tell us a little bit about this news you've basically bought protect covers from keith who has been at the business forever yeah absolutely and, and sadly not here with us today but uh, he's uh, pestering us for our text message all day but yeah in november power plastics uh, limited bought protect covers uh, from Keith. Keith uh, chose to enter retirement, uh, was looking for a buyer and we were partnering with them and uh, it was just a nice marriage and, and a convenient opportunity for us to, to expand into a new area. So what attracted you then to this industry and particularly to Protec? So there's a couple of things. I think the, the attraction to Protec was they're a partner of ours for many years, uh, great expertise in sewing. Keith and Anne had a pedigree in tailoring, moved into to Protec covers and entered into a very niche market. And what plans have you got then for Protec? What, what can we expect in the future? 
So it's been really busy. The last uh, three weekends, we've we've been putting a mezzanine into the factory in Bradford, and we've we've doubled the footprint, um, and we've we've added a, another half a dozen machinists, and we're, we're looking to add another three or four in the coming days and weeks. Um, so we're really looking to ramp up production, and that's both to fit in the new um, product line for the tents, but also hopefully you know we'll try and gear up the the caravan business. It, it shocks me how few people cover their caravans. Um, I fly in and out of Leeds Bradford on my holidays and I see these acres and acres of caravans uncovered and I just think they're too expensive to be sat there uh, being uh, exposed to the elements so I think there's a huge market there um, and I think that's really interesting for us so th- this show's key and we're looking obviously at the digital and, and the website of the business to really make sure we reach as many people and get them to see the benefits of, of putting one of these covers or, or towing jackets on their caravan. I think I heard one rumour someone said we'll be offshoring the manufacturer overseas there's absolutely no way we will we're buying into into Bradford we're buying into that textile background and these are bespoke covers and, and you don't make bespoke covers overseas you want to make them here near the customer. Simon, I wish you every success with the business. I think it's brilliant that we've got a a long-established brand like Protec uh, being reinvented, if I can say that. I'm here with Roger, who's come all the way to the show from South Wales. Now, you've got some exciting news. Oh, yes. We had a new motorhome a week ago. Fantastic. What did you get? We got a Bursner Delphin. Brilliant. Very nice choice. we're trying it out. You're in the motorhome at the show? Yeah, staying a few miles away and travelling in. But, yeah, we're spending the day here wandering around and then it's back to the motorhome. So what are you here to look at? Accessories. We've got the motorhome. Now we've got to fill it. Now we need the hose pipes and all the bits and bobs. You've got to kit it out. Well, make sure you go and check out that leisure shop stands, won't you? Oh, yes. I'm here on the GN Espace stand with someone we call the oven lady. It's Abby. This is your first time at the show, isn't it? It is, yes. We're very excited to be here. Yeah. Um, first time that we are actually exhibiting in um, the leisure industry at all. So tell us a bit about the product you're here with. We nicknamed you the oven lady. You are selling ovens and hobs, but what's different about them? Yes, so we sell a mix of kitchen appliances. So we have electric ovens, electric hobs, and also cookers. And what's really unique about them is that they are fully electric. So it's actually the first range of completely electric appliances to to be available for the leisure industry and the leisure vehicles. Now we're seeing lots and lots of camper vans, particularly that are all electric. There's no gas in them at all. They might have a diesel heater, but all electric cookings become a big topic. This is a way that people, and a means by which people can convert from gas to all electric. These are interchangeable with their gas oven, is that right? Yes, exactly. So um, we have two different sizes. So we have a 45 centimetre and a 50 centimetre. And they are kind of the typical sizes that you see in camper vans and other vehicles. So yeah, it can be a straight replacement from, from people's gas appliances that they currently have. And your background is in the marine industry, is that right? Exactly, yes. So we have been working in the marine industry for the last 15 years. So that's where we started life. We developed products that were specially designed to be sturdy and robust for for yachts and we were getting lots of requests from from people with camper vans and particularly explorer trucks and people wanting really sturdy off-grid solutions that are going to see them through you know going going off off-grid for quite a long period of time we realized that we've got the opportunity to develop a product and a range of products that are specially designed for um, this industry. Now tell us a bit about the oven trays. You love talking about this. Tell us more. I do. Um, So one of the really great things about our um, products is that they're all designed around gastronome containers. So these are professional equipment. So if you've ever worked in a kitchen or if you've ever been into a professional kitchen, you'll see these big trays. Um, And what's really great about them is that they all kind of fit together well. So 
you have different sizes, but they um, are all based around the same dimensions, mm-hmm. and they can fit loads of food in. Um, so it means that our products are really, really efficient in terms of space. And what kind of power do they consume? Because you're going to run these from a lithium battery type setup and an inverter. The smaller oven, which is the 45 centimetre one, so that is a 3.9 kilowatts, the nominal load, so that's the absolute maximum that okay. you'll need to run it. And the larger one we have is 4.8 kilowatts. But the reality is that actually you're, you're rarely using that much no. power, um, and we've really tried to design a product that uses as little energy as, as is possible when, you are, when energy is at such a premium. Well, welcome to our little world here. Uh, Welcome to the show. It's great to see you. I love seeing new brands coming into our marketplace. Uh, And where can people find out more about your business after the show? Online, of Mm -hmm. course, as most. Um, So if you go to www.gn-espas.com, you can see a full range of all of our products and download all the brochures and see all the specifications that you need. Brilliant. Thanks, Abby. We will follow with great interest. Many of you will know I'm a big fan of Solbio the natural toilet chemical and a little birdie has told me they've launched a new product i'm about to venture over to their stand to find out more but i'm going to exercise a bit of caution because the last time i spoke with john he made me drink the stuff i'm delighted to welcome carlo to the uk all the way from belgium welcome hello, matt hello matt welcome to the show now welcome you are- to our stand Thank you very much. Thank you. Now you own Solbio, don't you? Yes, yes. I'm one of the owners of uh, Solbio, and uh, one of our major and most famous developments is the uh, natural toilet fluid, as we know, multi-purpose toilet fluid without any chemicals, without any uh, uh, synthetic ingredients. Now I love Solbio. You call it Solbio. Solbio or Solbio, it depends on which country you come. Ah, I see, yeah. Oh, well, Solbio, Solbio, whichever, potato, potato. Well, we love it, and we've been using it, and it is amazing. We sell loads of it, and we've converted loads of people, and it's great to see here at the NEC show doing exactly the same. But you've got a new product. Yeah. Uh, this is a water tank cleaner. Water tank cleaner and system cleaner. It uh, cleans the tank, uh, avoids uh, buildup of uh, bacteria and uh, uh, biofilm. Uh, it uh, cleans the, the pipes, uh, the boiler, the whole system. You do this once or twice a year uh, to have a clean tank uh, to have uh, preserve your uh, fresh water. So it is 100% natural. We use uh, hydrogen peroxide. We stabilize it. Uh, we add a little bit of color to it, which is food-grade color, which is used also in bakeries to make marzipan, let's say. So is it safe to drink? No, it's not safe to drink. You have to flush uh, it through the system. That's why we have this uh, blue color inside. Okay, a little bit of blue dye. So once uh, it goes down the tap, and the water is clear again, it's safe to drink. I've got it. Now, I want to ask you about hydrogen peroxide. I happen to know from a few years ago when we were doing a lot of research into sanitising a motorhome interior post-Covid that we were using hydrogen peroxide and it's quite dangerous. We had to wear masks. In fact, we had to wear hazmat suits when we were using it and so we stopped using it hydrogen peroxide is incredibly unstable yes you just said you stabilize it yeah we stabilize. how do you do that that's uh solbio that's our uh, secret how we do it you're not going to tell tell me i will tell you once (laughs) off mic Uh, yeah (laughs) 
So this Mike, is. I will tell you, you know, we stabilized it, so it's safe. It's uh, less than 5% we use, so it's enough to clean thoroughly whole your system, so it's safe uh, for the environment, it's safe for your health, it's safe for the whole system. But really importantly, you're not using chlorine or silver, no, which no is silver. traditionally what European yeah. fluids like this use, isn't it? Silver yeah. particularly. Yeah, a lot of them use silver, we don't understand it. Well, it's to stabilize it, but uh, silver is a heavy metal, so. We are sure it's not good for your health. And chlorine leaves taste and uh, smell behind. Yeah. So we don't have it. Odorless and tasteless. And when can we get it in our shop at that leisure shop? Within three to four weeks, we will have it uh, available. So sometime in March 2024? Yeah. Yeah, around that date. There you are, you heard it first. Well, Carlo, thank you so much for talking to us. It's great to meet you at last. Yeah. Okay. All the way from thank Belgium. You. Yeah. With an yeah. Italian name. Carlo, yeah, Carlo. Carlo, love it. Spaghetti. Spaghetti. Love it. Very good. Anyway, hydrogen peroxide. Hydrogen peroxide. That's why your hair is so silver, isn't it? Yeah, that's why. Oh, damn it. No, that's my age. Um, My name's Louis. And how old are you, Louis? Eleven. Wow. Do you drive a motorhome? No, my nan does or my granddad. Your nan and granddad do? Are you here in the motorhome? No, we're not today because they sold it, but I'm going to try and get Nanny Bridie to buy one of those ones what have loads of room in it. And what's the best thing you've seen at the show so far? Um, that one over there, it has, f- it has like five bedrooms in it. Five bedrooms? What else are you hoping to see at the show? Um, like all the tents and maybe like other stuff, what's here. Back in October at this show... Here at the NEC, I had the privilege of doing a driver training course. This is Fliss, who runs those courses for the Camping Caravan Club. And here she is, in person. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Now, it's lovely to see you. You're up to something very special this year. You're on stage. I am, I am. I have been on stage previously, but this year is completely crazy. I'm here on the Advice Centre, and I'm talking about towing. Yep. Um, and then at the weekend, I'm on the Camping and Caravanning Club stand talking about how to choose a motorhome. I have watched your podcast for a few bit of inspiration. <laughs> in around all of that, I'm outside doing the towing experiences that you did back in October. So I'm coming running in and it's like a Superman impression because it's one shirt off, the another shirt on, on stage, quick change back, back outside. I haven't had time to go to the loo, eat drink nothing it's been mental and it's great to see you though on stage because it is a bit of a white male dominated thing so to have a young female can i call you that on stage i'm going to say young (laughs) easy steady (laughs) but it's brilliant though you've got all this knowledge about towing about driving a motorhome driving a car towing a caravan and the fact you can share with people i think it's amazing so yeah my help to the organizer for asking you to do it yes i did put a little word in i had heard thank you thank you but it's great i think it's really good i think it's far more representative of us as a community of people i think so i think so because we've got some great women in the industry you know we have got cat from wandering birds and she has got a lot of knowledge but here from what i'm seeing she's being used to talk about her experiences and the things she does as a solo female traveler which is wonderful but when it comes to the technical side Mm. i haven't seen many generally we are in the minority so it's lovely to see be asked and be involved in being on that technical side i'm not quite ready for the panel though you can keep that job I'm the ha- expert panel yeah i'm happy doing my oh talks. it's great fun you never no idea what you're going to be asked <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah no it's good fun <laughs> now we also have some very exciting news of an exciting partnership together we do yeah tell us more so me and you are going to partner and uh, i'm going to partner with that leisure shop and i have got 
my own shop front on your website thank you very much and on there I've listed all the essential kit that I recommend when I'm teaching people with caravans and motorhomes to help get them started there's some kit on there which people can go and see also they've got access to your wider shop and if they use uh, my link and use the code the trailer lady they'll get 10% off their first order which is absolutely brilliant so we're here on the Camp Crespo stand and we're going to surprise the team from that leisure shop but not just any member of the team. I'm hoping to get Mrs. Motorhome Matt on mic. Jude? Yeah, that one. What do you think of the light? It's very nice, yeah. We should, we should see whether it will suit her caravan. But yeah, it looks it's quite, I quite like that. Yeah, so probably... Is she yeah. being helpful? Yeah, she's very helpful. Yeah, yeah. Well, we just met her, but yeah, she's very good so far. You've only just met her? Yeah, yeah, we just met her. Well, you're luckier than me. I know, yeah. We're impressed so we're far. Impressed so so far. <laughs> Unless you just pull it out of the storeroom, yeah, that's brilliant. It's like magic. magic. It's like a magic box. I'm with a brand that many of you will be familiar with. It's the Alan Rogers stand. Alan, good morning. Morning, Matt. How are you? Are you I'm very well. You feeling all right after last night? It was a big night, wasn't it? It was your awards. It was. Yeah, it was the Alan Rogers and Caravan Motorhome Club European Campsite of the Year Awards for 2023. We're never going to say that again, right? No, that's, that's right. We'll never mention the <laughs> The snappiest award. award title in the world. Absolutely, yeah. Now, last night there was an overall winner. Uh, we wanted to just give them a little expose. Who won? Yep, so it was Castel Campin La Biennesis, which is in the Pas de Calais region of France. And a beautiful campsite it is too. Congratulations to them. Absolutely. I'm not going to try and repeat their name. Uh, and why did they win? So they got the overall award from Alan Rogers. Beautiful campsite, lovely region. They've got two pools. So one of those is those typical French pools, you know, the ones with the sliding roofs that go over the top so you can use it all season long. Yep. Uh, they do three sort of pitch sizes. The, the largest, the prestige pitch, is 200 metres square and it's got a barbecue on there, um, picnic table, uh, fridge on the pitch as well. 200 metres, so, yeah, that's massive. Yeah, huge pitches uh, yeah. for France, yeah, massive. And in the region, what else is there to do? Oh, loads to do. So it's not just good for overnight stops. As obviously, Pas-de-Calais is really close to the UK. But you can also visit Boulogne, which has got Europe's uh, largest aquarium. Uh, walking and cycling in that region is amazing. And you can hire bikes on the site. Uh, if you wanted to stay on the site, and you look, I'm, I know you love your food, yeah. uh, La Ferme Gourmand, which is the on-site restaurant, absolutely amazing f- produce, great food, and, and very reasonably priced as well. Brilliant. And when is the site open? So it opens at the start of April and runs through till the end of September. And the big question we all know, for such an amazing site, how much is it? So it's sort of a mid-range site, so £33 per person per night in the low season. Right. And then obviously that goes up in the, uh, in the, high, in season. the high season. Tell us the name of the site again. It's Le Castel Camping La Bienesis. I love hearing you say that, Alan. You know I'm not Alan, don't you? You know my name's Rob. How many years have we known each other? He's funny, isn't he? To us, you're always Alan. Yeah, thanks a lot. Now, man. if you want to find out more about all of Alan Rogers' great campsites, you can do so at mhmp.info forward slash... Alan Rogers. Alan, I've got a great idea. Why don't we make this a monthly feature, the Alan Rogers Campsite of the Month? What do you think? Yeah, yeah, that'll work. We could do that. We've had lots of people asking for campsite inspiration. Are you up for that? Yep, definitely. Let's sort that out. It's done. I'm here with the lovely John Gooch from Life Beyond Bricks fame. How are you, John? Oh, I'm very good, thank you. How's the show been for you? Yeah, it's been good. Exciting, exciting show. Uh, lots of people around. Nice, nice to see a lot of people. 
a lot of people buying new motorhomes waiting for their caravans to be delivered all sorts so yeah. yeah it's been really good well you're spending the week working for us at that leisure shop which we love it's great having you on the maypole stand uh, and uh, it's been great having you as part of our team this week and tash as well your lovely yes. wife yes. but john i've got one question for you anyone who follows our shop at that leisure shop on instagram will know that regularly maddie asks us a stupid question and we have to try and answer it and Maddie's given me one to ask you. Oh, God. There's a zombie apocalypse, and you're only allowed to choose up to two items that you think could save you from this stand. Off you go. Uh, it would be the tyre inflator and power pack. Oh, yeah, we love this. Why would you choose this? Well, if your vehicle battery's gone flat because the zombie's been chewing on the cables, then you could, you could get it started with this. Or you could hit him over the head with that. That's a, oh, that's a good show. Second item, you're allowed to. A light... John, it's almost like you're prepared for this. I, I always think about this, you see. You can stick this to the bottom of your car, just in case your lights are smashed in the zombie apocalypse. These are really bright, aren't they? They are proper bright. <laughs> Don't look at it. I've spent much of my week this week on the Leisure Vehicle Advice Centre and sitting on the Ask the Experts panel. But I've been delighted to be joined by Holly Londers throughout the week. <laughs> i tell you what, it's great to see a female here, along with Karina from Here We Toe. It's lovely having women giving advice to people, because I don't think that's really been very common, has it? I am really passionate about supporting women and giving women the confidence to get out there and do what I'm doing. Yeah, good for you. Now, you've got an Instagram channel, which is very busy, Holly in the Van, and you run a community for women as well. Tell me what it's called. It's called These Girls Van, and the idea behind it is as I was saying, to support women to feel confident and to empower women to get out there in their vans, go and experience things, go on adventures. But if they want to, they can start that with us. So come on, come on a meet up and then go from there. Well, it's been great to have you with us this week and I'm looking forward to unpacking more about this with you in the studio for a future episode. So we look forward to welcoming you down to us near Bristol. Yeah, I'm really excited. Now, Joe is a regular listener to the podcast. How has it been for you, the show, particularly given you're in this amazing wheelchair of yours? Well, it's very different coming to the February show to coming to the October show simply because I had no idea I'd spend more time going up and down a ramp yeah. than actually getting from one level to the other. So the reality is these halls between one and two and four and five is all steps, isn't it? Or a big it ramp. Is. It is. Luckily, we managed to find a lift which cut down how much battery I was using. So these halls were built back, I think, back in the 60s before there was any real consideration yeah. and understanding of well, people with limited mobility. In, um, we don't get this in October. For some reason, in October... I float from floor to floor. It's all flat. It is. Yeah, so, so much newer halls. We ha- is it because it's just smaller or is it because it... The October show is much bigger, but the halls are much newer where so there was a consideration. We them in February. What, in those halls? Yeah. You'd have to speak to the NEC. Now, you had your motorhome adapted for you by Coachbuilt GB. Yeah, it was already done most of it by Coachbuilt for another chap because it was second hand. Coachbuilt are amazing with what they do, fantastic with customer service, and I absolutely love everything they've done for us because it's life-changing. Yeah. We can go and stay with family who we couldn't stay with before because there was nowhere for me to get in and out safely because their houses were too small or the doorways weren't big enough. This literally is a lifesaver. And this chair is no barrier for you, is it, in no. getting away in your motorhome? No, not at all. Enjoy the rest of the show, won't I you? I will do. And you, carry on doing what you do best. What's that then? Well, answering people's questions. You and Keith making us laugh. Well, we do try. Oh, oh no, sorry, Chris. Chris, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you did listen to that I one, Mother. I have well never laughed so much in all my life at some of your shows. 
I must be honest. I'm so, glad yeah, you enjoy I look forward to it. I really do. All right, well, you take care I will and do. stop trying to run people over. I didn't. I crept up behind you and I said, excuse me, young man. That must have been what threw you. Excuse me, young man. I love it. I have some more of that. <laughs> Hello, Peter. Where are you from? Uh, Cardiff. From Cardiff? Oh, we're in oh. Bristol. We're not far oh, from you. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, now I understand you don't listen or watch the podcast, is that right? No. And no. do you own a motel or caravan? Nope. And why are you here? Because I'm here with my mother-in-law and my father-in-law and uh, well, I'm having a good look round and it's something I've enjoyed it actually, fair dues. Yeah. I'm not really into it but I'm enjoying it. You're not really into it but you're enjoying yeah. it. So can we persuade you to get a motel or camper van do you think? Earning doors guess I don't know yet I will be but uh, yeah. she, She's keen. Oh yeah, yeah. And what's her indoors name? Karen. Karen, come on Karen we need to persuade you you're going to get a camper van and motel is that alright? You've got his credit card, crack on. Now your friend does listen to the podcast. Oh yeah. Is this Andy Tony? Andy. Andy, Andy King. Andy King, a big shout out to you, oh, Andy. Oh, yeah. He'd be absolutely over the moon over this. Brilliant. Sorry, matey, but gutted you, huh? <laughs> I'm going to see if we see you at another show. Yeah. And if yeah. you do buy a motome or caravan, mm-hmm. let us know. We will. Meanwhile, go and check out the Motome Map podcast. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Nice to see you. Thanks a lot. I'm here with the lovely James Riley of Motorhome Happiness fame. You're famous on Facebook, you are. Yes, I'm trying. Well, not really, but I'm just trying to put a good name out there. Yeah, well, fair play. You're here at the show, waving the flag for the group. Yeah. It's a really active group. It's one of the friendliest groups on Facebook, isn't it? Uh, yes, well, thank you for that. Yes, we are. We are a very positive, non-negative group. Always happy, always giving advice when needed. Yeah, and what do you think of the show, James? It's amazing. It's, it's my proper first time here. I love it. It's just, everyone's just so friendly. I've seen some amazing people. I've met amazing people in the dealerships. It's all great, yeah. It's really good. And are you here to buy a motown? But at the minute, no, we'll, we'll keep it now. We've, we've just celebrated five years as owners with Tilly, so at the moment, no. We, we, we love her too much. Well done on everything you're doing. Thank you very much, mate. All the best. I'm here with a face that many of you won't know, but you'll certainly recognise his content, as it were. This is the deputy editor of Practical Motorhome magazine, Paul Critcher. We've got some news. I've got a column in your magazine, which is amazing. I'm so chuffed. Yeah, we're delighted to have you on board. It's it's going to be great. It's It's going to be be really good. It's going to be really good. The first article's done. We're not going to reveal what it's about, but it's one you will want to read if you visit campsites. Enough of a clue. Paul, tell me, why on earth did you choose to work with the Motorhome Map podcast? At the risk of giving you a big head, I, I think it's um, you bring a lot of experience, lots of opinion. Obviously, you, you've interviewed so many people, so I, I, th- I think there's there's a whole breadth of experience there that's going to really tap into our market well. Well, that's, that's very kind of you. <laughs> what can we bring that's innovative, do you think? But I think the fact that you've interviewed so many people for the podcast mm. and the fact that you've got a, a role within the industry, you're well-known, um, people will speak to you. I, th- I think it's going to be a, elicit lots of opinions. And so Good. I think yeah. it's, it's going to be great for the magazine. Well, it's very yeah. kind of you to say so, Paul. It's an honour for me. I'm so excited about it. I feel like I'm the Jeremy Clarkson of the Motem Caravan industry now with my own column. Uh, really chuffed. No, and, and I thought it was really charming the way that you, you, you said it was like an exam, sending it in for the first time. But you absolutely nailed it but we won't reveal what's what's inside but I, I hope that people read it and enjoy it yeah the first piece honestly i was really nervous but i got a big blue tick so we're on our way smashed it yeah looking forward to it thanks, thanks. paul thanks well, i bumped into the lovely sarah wigmore from the ncc good afternoon sarah hi matt now you're from the ncc which is the organization kind of behind this massive event what's been the highlight of the show for you well meeting all of our members which we don't see but we are seeing face to face at the show and that's obviously across all of the sectors of the industry so that's really good and obviously lots of prospective members as well brilliant have you signed anybody up new 
a few. Well done you, brilliant. Now we're going to unpack in a future episode who are the NCC and what do they do and most importantly uh, why that's important for the consumer. So I'm very much looking forward to do that but just tell us to give us a taste of what does the NCC stand for? The National Caravan Council. Very catchy. Well I came to this show with a hope of discovering some innovation and some new products and I wasn't disappointed. I've been really encouraged to see companies that have been long established in our marketplace being bought by brands from outside of this industry and also seeing exhibitors here for the first time, particularly those from related industries like the marine world and the angling world. I think that's really encouraging. I think that's a sign that we are an industry that other businesses have got their eyes on. It's also been really exciting to meet you, our listeners and our viewers, and people here at this show for the first time. We're still a business that's in growth and we're still a business that's booming and I find that really exciting. For ourselves at the Motorhome Map podcast, we've seen record numbers in our own listenership over the last few months. So thank you and thank you if you came to speak to me throughout the show and thank you if you're an exhibitor here and you took time out to let us bother you and get an interview with you too. Also, special thanks to Andrew Dickens and the Camping and Caravaning Club for letting me join Andrew on stage for a bit of a cooking session where we talked about men's health and some of the challenges that both of us as 50-something-year-old men have been facing. I think it's a topic we'll continue to discuss as we go through into the next year. Anyway, I look forward to seeing you at a future show and on a future podcast. Meanwhile, it's back to the studio. It's the Motorhome Map Podcast, brought to you with ThatLeisureShop.com. I'm Keith Gooden. And I'm Motorhome Matt. And it's time for our Q&A, the questions and answers. You ask the questions, and Motorhome Matt, he tell you the answers. Well, I'll try. Jim Lewis is the first with a question. I have a Renogy 40-amp MPPT with 300-watt solar panels on the roof. If my 2x110-amp gel batteries are full, I understand the controller will shut off but the panels will still be producing volts. Does this cause the MPPT to heat up? Renogy MPPT does not have a visible heat sink like others have. Ooh, good question. Yeah, very good question, Jim. Um, it will get warm, yes. I would definitely keep an eye on it, uh, but I imagine it should be fine because what's going to happen is you're, if you put a metre across the batteries, you're going to see that whilst they're charging, they're receiving 14.4 volts. That's what the MPPT does. It regulates the voltage down from around 40 volts at the solar panel, uh, down to 14.4. And then once they're charged, the voltage will drop to 13.5 volts, which is called the floating or maintenance voltage. So I would get a meter on it, and when they're at 13.5, see how warm the MPPT is getting. It is storing that electricity, that kind of oversupply, into its own capacitors, ready for when the batteries drop, and then it will keep charging them, even when the sun's gone down, um, which is the purpose of an MPPT. But you're absolutely right to fit one. Really important that any solar install has an MPPT controller, because it regulates the voltage and helps keep your batteries safe and fully charged. And do be careful when you're sticking your hands into anything electrical. Make sure you're safe and you know what you're doing. Well, I'm not suggesting you stick his hands in anything. Well, well I just, just thought I'd better say. Just nicely stroke the MPPT and see if it's getting warm. But uh, <laughs> Renogy are a respectable manufacturer. Um, so most do have some kind of heat sink on them. So, yeah, just keep an eye on it see how hot it's getting. David Boweth has been in touch. I hope I pronounced that right, David. David Boweth. doesn't say where you are. Please, if you give us a question, say where you are. It really does help us put the 
pin on the map. We had one from New Zealand a few weeks ago, didn't we? We did, I know. David says, when travelling on toll roads in a motorhome, what are the size limits before charges increase regarding length, height and weight? Very good question. So, toll booth charges, this is in France, and this might be different in other countries. I've not huge amounts of experience of travelling massively outside of France, been through Germany, Belgium, Luxembourg, but certainly in France, a Category 2 charge is anything under 3 metres and three and a half tonnes, which is a low-profile, smaller motorhome. Category 3 is, for a motorhome or any vehicle, over 3 metres tall, so this is the height, and over three and a half tonnes, provided it only has four wheels, so it's a two-axle motorhome. If you've got a third axle, so you're what known as a tag axle, and you're over three metres tall, and you're over three and a half tonnes, which you would be, you are a Category 4, and the prices go up the higher the category you are. So that's it. Have you worked out your axle roads? Axle roads? Did you get that? Boom, boom! Axle roads! Axle roads! Axle roads! It's a joke. It's a pun. Hilarious. Oh, there you go. Have you worked out your axle roads then, David? And let's just repeat that. Category 2, under three metres, three and a half tonnes. Category 3, over three metres and over three and a half tonnes, but with two axles. And the Category 4 is over three metres and over three and a half tonnes, but with three axles. Count them in France, in de trois. That's as good as your French get. <laughs> it is indeed. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yeah, how do you ask Matt? How do you get those questions in there, Matt? Please do. We'd love it if you did. mhmp.info forward slash ask Matt. Fill out the form like Jim and David have done or record it. Hit the orange button. We love getting your voice on the podcast. And please, as Keith says, tell us where you are. And you can subscribe on YouTube as well, can't you, Matt? You can do. Just hit the little bell and the subscribe button, which is sponsored by arabasecreative.co.uk. Axel Rose, you get it? Axel Rose? I get it now. Yeah, yeah. We need the guitarist in Guns N' Roses. It's such a crime, you know it's true. Thanks for listening to the Motorhome Matt podcast. Remember to check back here for more episodes full of hints and tips and helpful advice. We'll see you soon for another Motorhome Matt podcast brought to you with thatleisureshop.com.